Hi, this is Yazdabul, live from ACC 2017. I'm pleased to be joined today by Dr. Rob Nolan, who just presented the REACH trial. Thank you so much, Dr. Nolan. My pleasure. Thanks. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the REACH trial. It's uh, e-counseling uh, for uh, blood pressure. Yes. Uh, for blood pressure medications, and you looked at blood pressure parameters and uh, cardiovascular risk parameters over four and twelve months. Uh, tell us before we before we go over the methods. Can you tell us a little bit about the unmet need uh, and why you did the Reach trial in the first place? Right. I think um, we did the Reach trial in large part because I think there's an unmet need for support uh, to provide lifestyle counseling for individuals with chronic conditions generally, but hypertension in this case. I think that certainly feedback from our team members, which was a pan-Canadian team, as well as from colleagues here at the American College of Cardiology meeting, uh, are that there's so little time for cardiologists to provide lifestyle counseling. So we wanted to develop an, an intervention that was clinically organized and totally based in evidence-based guidelines from behavioral counseling models that have been developed over the past 50 years and to do this in a standardized, evidence-based manner. Um, so that, that was the initiative of REACH. And we wanted to develop this um, evidence-based uh, e-counseling intervention for people with hypertension to reinforce self-care behaviors in modifying lifestyle uh, for, for indeed, you know, to lower blood pressure. And basically, what did you do? Can you, can you go yeah. over the trial design a little sure. bit? Sure. So to our knowledge, REACH is the first double-blind, randomized controlled trial of e-counseling for hypertension. And uh, in it, we had two arms. People were assessed at baseline four months and 12 months. In the e-counseling, sorry, in the control uh, intervention, individuals had basically an educational and information uh, type of procedure. They received uh, guidelines about how to initiate uh, lifestyle change for exercise, diet, sodium reduction as part of that, smoke-free living, and adhering to prescribed medications. Uh, they also had interactive tools um, that were largely based from the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada's Blood Pressure Action Plan. And they received checklists that would be a guide to discussing their progress with their physician. Now, the e-counseling intervention um, was a bit different. We addressed the same themes, but we wanted to engage our participants more uh, effectively. So we made extensive use of multimedia. We developed 14 original videos that included um, expert types of uh, videos where we summarized self-help guidelines to modify and sustain lifestyle changes in the uh, types of behaviors that I mentioned earlier. We also had dramatic vignettes that um, provided uh, an opportunity to reflect and to validate the kinds of experiences people were going through as they endeavored to sustain lifestyle change. And we had a peer discussion that provided positive role modeling as well as support, virtual support, for uh, sustained lifestyle change. So that was the intervention. Um, both groups received an equal dose, if you will, of our intervention. We sent out emails with hyperlinks to, uh, to our tools on a weekly basis for the initial four months, then bi-weekly for the next set of four months, and monthly for the final set of four months. Mm -hmm. And what, what were the outcomes? Yeah, so for the outcomes, our primary outcomes were for blood pressure, um, non-HDL, cholesterol, and uh, also the Framingham Risk Index for individuals without established cardiovascular disease. So systolic blood pressure was significantly lowered for both 
um, controls and the e-counseling groups at four months and uh, 12 months. I should say that 83% of our sample were already taking uh, antihypertensive medications. So the um, outcomes for the controls wasn't that much of a surprise. They lowered at 12 months systolic blood pressure by six millimeters of mercury. Uh, however, um, our e-counseling group lowered it by 10, and that was a significant group difference. Uh, for pulse pressure, um, the controls did not significantly change from baseline. Our e-counseling group reduced that by about four millimeters of mercury, and that was a significant decrease from baseline, and that group effect was observed at both four months and 12 months. Similarly, the Framingham uh, Risk Index, um, only the e-counseling group lowered that from baseline, and that was evident at four and 12 months, and that was a significant group effect as well. For diastolic blood pressure, we had a sex-by-treatment interaction that best explained our results. So among women, both the control and e-counseling groups significantly reduced diastolic blood pressure by about six millimeters of mercury. For men, only the e-counseling group uh, significantly reduced it, and that was um, uh, by about four millimeters of mercury. Um, and finally, for non-HDLC, it's important to uh, note that uh, we screen for elevated blood pressure, but not elevated uh, cholesterol. So cholesterol was already uh, in the average range. So perhaps it was not a big surprise that we didn't see any changes, further reductions in blood in cholesterol uh, for women. Uh, for men, we saw a significant increase uh, for uh, non-HDLC among the men who were in the control condition, and that was a significant effect. How, how feasible do you think the results of the REACH trial would be in the community? Uh, REACH was obviously a very well-controlled environment. Mm -hmm. How do you think this will translate into actual yeah. clinical practice? Well, I think what's nice about it is, and this is also our challenge, is to um, make this available on all sorts of devices, mobile phones, smartphones, tablets, uh, desktop or laptop computers. I, I think it's feasible to disseminate this uh, to the general population. I think we have a bit more homework to do before we can get there, and, and we see our findings as being very meaningful, um, and I'll explain that in a moment if I could, but, um, but we, we need to understand better the sex differences that we had uh, and, we, and uh, ways to tailor the intervention to men and women. Also, we need to investigate if there are specific age-related differences. An important issue is um, we were dealing with uh, health information-seeking adults who uh, had taken the initiative to uh, contact the website of the Heart and Stroke Foundation and expressed interest in participating in research. So they were motivated. We need to see how uh, well the intervention would do on the large scale with less motivated people and also individuals from different kinds of backgrounds, you know, different socioeconomic groups just to make sure that this is suitable for them or, or people with different uh, social, cultural, ethnic backgrounds to, to make sure that we can tailor the interventions for them as well. So uh, we see the results as uh, setting up or, or helping to provide evidence to support a phase three population-based uh, trial so that we can properly do these kinds of sub-analyses. But the reduction that we saw in REACH, 
I think is very encouraging because we know from a large um, systematic uh, review with meta-analysis that was published in The Lancet a couple years ago uh, with 123 blood pressure lowering trials and about 614,000 uh, patients who participated in this that a 10 millimeter drop in systolic blood pressure is associated with marked reductions in the risk for cardiovascular disease, coronary heart disease, um, heart failure, as well as all-cause mortality. So I think our, our results were encouraging. Dr. Nolan, thank you so much for sharing the results thank of you. the REACH trial. Thank you very much. And thank you so much for joining us live from ACC 2017.